from the number one best-selling author of Life Rescripted. You're now tuning in to the Year of Purpose podcast. I'm Zephan Moses Blacksburg. Today I'm joined by Stefan Spencer. Stefan is a three-time O'Reilly published author of Google Power Search, Social E-Commerce, and the Art of SEO. Uh, he's done numerous projects over the years, has learned so many lessons, and so I'm kind of going to give him uh, the ability to, to state his own background here because there's just so many amazing things that he's done. Uh, followed Tony Robbins around, uh, moved to New Zealand just because he wanted to live somewhere new, and uh, so so many transformations and things have happened in a very short period of time for him. So uh, first of all, thank you so much for being here today, and uh, I'd love for you to just kind of share with everybody I know it's it's tough because your story is like three whole books in one, but what's kind of like the nutshell uh, story of, you know, where you are right now and some of the things that got you here? Uh, thanks, Stefan. Um, I appreciate being here. So uh, basically, I was studying for a PhD in biochemistry and the whole internet thing was really heating up. This was 1994. And I met one of the guys from Netscape before I even heard of Netscape when everybody was still using the Mosaic browser I met uh, Rob McCool and uh, he's the inventor of Apache and at the time Netscape server and prior to that uh, NCSA web server so I got starry eyed I decided I'm going to quit my PhD and I started an agency and I took a part time job quickly just to kind of add a little safety net there and then I was able to move from that uh, within a couple months and have my agency just take off. Uh, four years into it, I moved to New Zealand uh, just because I wanted to and with my family and came back eight years later, sold my agency uh, two years after that and uh, followed Tony Robbins around for a few years as a platinum partner, which uh, was amazing and uh, definitely life-changing. Tony changed my life for sure just in the first event that I attended just doing that firewalk on the 2000 degree hot coals and uh, realizing I could completely reboot my life and doing that. A year later, I was literally unrecognizable from the guy I was previously. So people would uh, not recognize me at conferences because I was on the speaking circuit and so forth. They didn't know who I was. <laughs> that was kind of fun. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long storied sort of background, but uh, a lot of lessons learned for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's crazy, you know, you just showed me uh, where the photo is of you, kind of like the before and after. Um, and it's just amazing to see it's on optimizedgeek.com on your about page. And there's a photo from 07 and then a photo from 2015. And what a difference. Uh, you can clearly see, uh, as you say, you know, both inside and out. Um, you know, we, we haven't had anyone ever bring up Tony Robbins on the podcast, I don't think. So I'd love to hear maybe just like your experiences in, in following him. Uh, I, I'd love to hear how the hot coals go and, you know, what sort of changes happened for you at, at those events and um, how that's kind of played out. Right. So it's been amazing uh, for me to expand my horizons, to think differently, to change my mindset, to obliterate limiting beliefs. It's just been so transformational for me, even like I said, in just the first day of the first, his entry level event, which is called Unleash the Power Within, at the end of that first night where you do the, the firewalk on these 2,000 degree hot coals, I did not think I was going to do it, but I'll tell you what, 
everybody ends up doing it by the end of that night, uh, including little kids and uh, you know eighty year old uh, elderly folks. They all do it, and you don't get burned. It's just it blew my mind. Like if I can do that, I can do anything. And so then I went through all these changes over the next six, eight, ten months, and uh, you know became the person that you see the the picture of on on OptimizedGeek.com, which by the way is my podcast show uh, called The Optimized Geek. And then I'm working on a self help book about personal transformation, which will be uh, which will have the same title. So I was so inspired by Tony to uh, make all these changes to my life that I thought, well, I, I better share this with the world and see who else can can change too because um, Tony doesn't appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about him. You know, some people just say, oh, well, he's just that infomercial guy or he's just a guy with big teeth and big hands or <laughs> you know, he's just a, you know, kind of a celebrity motivational speaker you know, on Shallow Hell, that movie. and that. You know, but they don't really know the content of what he teaches until they do a deep dive. Even if you just listen to one of his CDs, um, you don't really get the full immersion until you go to one of his live events. And That's amazing. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it is life-changing. And then to take it the next level and start following him around the world on these amazing trips where we went to like India and uh, like India, we went to Varanasi where they burn bodies on the, on the shore of the Ganges River. And um, we went to uh, Udayapur and he brought in these oneness monks and we received these oneness blessings called dikshas and stuff. And it's just stuff that I would never have been exposed to otherwise. He's, um, he, he's like an intelligent browser bringing in all this amazing stuff that he's been able to find from all areas of, of life, of expertise, of business and and spirituality and everything. So uh, I've been very grateful to have uh, had that experience. I did a platinum partnership uh, thing for three years and so met incredible people, have a new peer group of people who not only are very successful but really want to make a difference in the world. Like they're very contribution-focused, growth-focused. And I'll tell you, the peer group is everything. You are the average of the five people you hang out with the most, and you change your peer group, you change your life. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, this is something that I've seen over and over again, and it's really all about who you're spending the most time with. Now, uh, you know, I'm looking at this picture from 2007. I'm wondering just for, you know, people tuning in since, um, you know, if they can't run to the computer right now, could you maybe just describe for us? I'd love to kind of pull people through this transformation process, maybe have them pull out some trinkets of knowledge of, you know, what they might be able to deploy as well. Who was this person that that we saw in 2007? You know, what sort of uh, fears or what sort of objections to, you know, building the life that you have built uh, did that person have? Right. Well, from the outside looking in, you'd think, wow, this guy has it made. He's in... Uh, the, a part of the world that he, most people only dream about living, which is New Zealand. So I was still living in New Zealand up to um, uh, middle of 2007, and I had uh, you know uh, wonderful family. I was married. I had um, three daughters and a stepdaughter, and um, I could take 
time off if I wanted to. I was not uh, just kind of uh, shackled to my business. I, I, I was in control of my business, but yet I, at one point a few years earlier, I was able to take a full six-month sabbatical. So on the outside, you'd say, wow, this guy's got it made. He's got the total digital lifestyle where he can live anywhere. He can come and go and do what he pleases. He can take time off, you know, mini retirements or whatever. Sounds great, right? But internally, I was not fulfilled. I was not living up to my full potential. And I was in an unhappy marriage. So when my wife at the time uh, wanted to file for divorce, uh, in 2008, she told me that uh, you know the the marriage is over. I felt devastated and I felt lost and depressed and so forth. And I, I didn't have a roadmap or any kind of I don't know structure to fall back on to say, okay, here's what I need to do to fix my life and and take it to the next level, not just be at status quo. So that's what I got through Tony Robbins and through some other masterminds I was in. Like um, I, I was in a uh, mastermind with uh, Neil Strauss. Um, he taught all sorts of stuff about um, how to be your best self, how to project uh, a, a more confident, better you, and so forth. So I was in that for a few years. Or actually, I'm still in it. It's amazing. Uh, Neil Strauss is a best-selling author of The Game, of mm -hmm. The Truth, of Emergency, all these great books. And um, yeah, so I, all the, this whole new world opened up to me. And, but before, the before version of me, I was holding myself back. And uh, it was all very subconscious. And, and I, I was unconscious, just kind of sleepwalking in many respects, just showing up to do my thing and then not really dreaming of what's possible and in, like in my, my ultimate fulfillment what's my true gift not just like okay what am I good at but why am I here on this earth and that was something that kind of un unlocked through this process of going th through all these self-development uh, seminars and I probably spent I don't know maybe a half million dollars on self-development between masterminds and and, and seminars and uh, home study courses and everything. I'm, a, I'm an avid learner. I just soak this stuff up like a sponge. So, I, yeah, it's just um, the external changes. I mean, you literally would say, well, wow, this guy is like the living embodiment of the Benjamin Button movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I look 20 years older in a picture that's 10 years uh, or eight years ago. Like, how does that work? Right. So it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm looking at it right now and it's just, it's a completely different person. Uh, and I, I think even just the expression, you know, the nonverbal expression from it, it's very visible. Um, I, I have to ask, you know, so you mentioned that you'd probably invested somewhere in the range of half, you said half a million dollars in personal and business development and, and improvement in yourself. Yeah. So, you know, just to get a little perspective on, you know, the type of return you get on something like that. You know, I am uh, 26. I'll be 27 this year. But in just the the six years I've been out of college, I've invested somewhere around twenty five to $30,000 in myself and my own personal development, which, I mean, I couldn't find you any one of my friends my age group who's done that. Um, mm -hmm. So just for perspective to our listeners, you know, I, I'd love to hear just a little bit from you on, you know, the return on investment of something like that. You know, I, I mean, we've obviously 
heard that you've learned so many things, uh, you know, whether it be choosing the people that you surround yourself with. But I'm sure some people are listening right now and they're like, half a million dollars. I don't even, you know, have a business that would allow me to sustain something like that 10, 15, 20 years from now. Um, You know, maybe we could like transition here into how you can go about uh, building a business that allows you to do things like this. Because I know for me, such a huge important aspect of my lifestyle was creating a business that allows me to invest in myself and to continue to learn and grow in ways that I might not have otherwise been able to do. Right. So let me first kind of give you the um, let me set the record straight here that the ROI, the return on investment of self-development is it's unimaginable. Yeah, you can equate like real dollars to these different seminars and and masterminds and home study courses and the books that you get and so forth. And, and it, it's a, it, it takes it's a process. It takes time. There are steps here where you don't invest all of it at once, and you 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 know work through these uh, various milestones. But just the um, just the as far as cash, the cash ROI of being a platinum partner for me was probably two to one. In new business, in, in client contracts, I'm an SEO consultant, search engine optimization consultant. I know a ton about Google and how it works and how to reverse engineer the algorithms and all that and get your website to the top of the search results. Well, I got a, an incredible amount of exposure to uh, other platinum partners, at, not only as a fellow uh, plat, and we were called Platts, but also I got to get on stage and two years in a row I was, um, or yeah, two different years uh, that I was uh, involved as a platinum partner, I got to speak at Business Mastery, which is uh, Tony's event that costs $10,000 a ticket. So I had access to lots of really great business people who are very growth and contribution focused. It was a a great opportunity that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't joined Platt. And on top of that, I got all this amazing uh, personal growth, and I got to meet my soulmate at one of the events. I met her at Date with Destiny. Very nice. Uh, so, I mean, the the gifts are immeasurable. Um, I, I I had this like spiritual awakening in in India on the Platt trip to to um, uh, like I said when these oneness monks came and stuff. I just had this awakening and uh, that was transformational as well so I have amazing intangible gifts but just the ROI cash wise certainly two to one yeah absolutely I I mean I'm not surprised by that at all I just you know just wanted to put it into perspective for some people out there who you know couldn't even imagine investing that much in themselves in the next uh, you know decade let alone you know a lifetime Um, well well, let's break it down and see how somebody could start with a minimal investment, sure. Right? So, like fifty bucks or something. So you could start with getting a book or uh, a CD or um, a DVD, right? So you, some people that's their first um, interaction with with Tony Robbins. Or if Tony's not really your thing, there are plenty of other uh, uh, self development folks that you could learn a ton from. Brian Tracy, um, Wayne Dyer, who unfortunately passed. Um, uh, last year, um, uh, who else? Louise Hay, Mar- uh, Marianne Williamson. There are all these great 
um, experts out there who you could just get a book and really apply it, not just like, oh, that was interesting reading for bedtime, but start applying it in your life. And for 20 bucks, you right. start making changes, right? You could go to Tony's entry-level event, Unleash the Power Within, which is like $800. It's, you know, I think that's $800 and you get to bring a friend or something like that. So very affordable and uh, it, it's it's a great starting point for an, a, your journey. Right? For me, that was the 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 tipping point, or or the um, uh, that that was the the decision point where I was able to say, "All right, I'm going to change my life," and I felt like I had the power and the drive and the passion, and everything to do that just from doing the firewalk. If all I did was day one of that four day event, I would have been. Uh, it would have been enough, yeah. and then I, and and then you can go to other events. And it doesn't again, it doesn't have to be Tony Robbins. Uh, like there's um, T. Harv Ecker, uh, author of the, um, what is the book, The Millionaire Mind, I think is the name of the book. If yeah, uh, Millionaire you, Mind. Yeah, he has events through. It's called Peak Potentials that you can even get to for free. When you buy the book, you get two free tickets uh, to his entry-level event. There's also Landmark Education and the Landmark Forum. and So there are lots of options. But then if you want to take it to the next level, like for me, I wanted to, I, I went to the entry-level event, paid my $700, $800, and then I wanted to go to the next event, which was Business Mastery, and it was $10,000. At the time, I didn't have the money. Yeah, I was making a decent salary and all that, but it was not commensurate with my level of experience and and stature in the industry and so forth because it was my own company. I was paying myself less than market rates. And then through the divorce, I became minority shareholder of my own company and I'm one of five board members. So it's like I didn't have the ability to say, all right, I'm going to pull ten grand out of the company coffers to pay for me going to business mastery. Right. I couldn't do that. So I had to come up with that out of my own savings. And I'm like, no, I, I don't have the ability to do that right now. So I, 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 one thing I learned from Tony in that seminar, that first seminar, is ask a better question, you get a better answer. Mm -hmm. So I asked myself a better question. How can I get to this business mastery event for free? Okay. That's a better question. You'll get a better answer if yeah. you ask yourself a better question. And guess what? I had an answer to that question a day later. No way. So yep. I, this is very interesting to me only because, uh, you know, for me in 2014, one of my biggest aspirations was to travel. And I said, how could I do this for free? And in 2015, I travel hacked 25 free flights around the country. So it, it's I'm always very interested when I hear something like this. So I'd love for you to expand further on how do you go from, you know, thousands of dollars for this event, but being able to, uh, you know, create the scenario where you can go without paying yeah it's it's not that hard you just uh, as I said when you have a better question you're gonna think outside the box so what I came up with was um, there was an um, industry colleague who had kept asking me to come and, and do training to his team on SEO um, and I kept saying no because I don't do client at the time I when I ran my agency I didn't do client work myself that was all done by my my staff, and I was out there 
speaking at conferences, writing books, writing articles, and so forth, thought leadership stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I kept saying no to that, but then I thought, okay, wait a second. And, and also, financially, it made there was no incentive for me to do that. Just go into the company coffers, whatever I got paid for that didn't get paid to me. It got paid to the company and mm -hmm. it got distributed and I was a minority shareholder, blah, blah, blah. No incentive for me to, to take that job and, and do that work myself. I call them up and say, I got a deal for you. You've been asking me to come and do this training uh, for ages, so I'm willing to do it, pay for my travel expenses, and buy me a ticket to Business Mastery. It's $10,000. I'll come and I'll do a day, day training to your team. And, uh, and he said, done. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and this can work at any level. Like you could just, when you're starting out, and at, when I started my business in 1995, I didn't have any money. All I had was student loan debt. I mean, I was completely broke. <laughs> and there was a $2,000 conference. I was uh, two months into running my business. I didn't have really any clients yet. And I really wanted to get into this conference, which was called How to Market on the Internet. $2,000, no way could I afford that. But I got in as a volunteer hmm. for free. So I ended up being a mic runner. And, and this is kind of a funny story here, a little embarrassing, I guess. But uh, it just shows the kind of... Uh, uh, drive and desire I had as the mic runner you know you, you got the mic in your hand and then I was hearing these panelists and, and speakers say this the stupidest things about how to market on the internet and I was just <laughs> like oh my god these, this is terrible advice and so when these people were asking questions and I had the mic I would chime in and kind of play MC a little bit Oh my God, I, I was 23 at the time, so I didn't realize <laughs> in what bad taste this was. But I'll tell you what, I got a ton of business cards by the end of the day, people coming up and saying, oh my God, you were so much smarter than those guys up on stage. I, I basically upstaged from down as a mic runner, volunteer, people like GM O'Donnell, founder of Modem Media. I'm sure he was really angry at me because I was asked to not show up for day two <laughs> by the conference organizer at the end of the day, which was surprising for me. I did not expect that. Um, but I had my first two big accounts from doing that, and they were both worth a half million dollars over the course of time. Uh, so that was my angel investors, essentially. I didn't have to go out and give away a piece of my company. I just had to be really cheeky <laughs> and run around with the mic and chime in uh, and upstage these guys a little bit. So, uh, yeah, you can do it with, like, literally no money. Just have to have the drive. The, your best resource is resourcefulness. That's what Tony Robbins says, and I believe it completely. So I have to ask, you know, you were talking about how it's so important to ask better questions and one of the big things that led you to being able to go to this event uh, was you kind of had to look at the places in your life where you were saying no, right? I mean, you, you were looking at, um, you know, going in and speaking to this company and you had been saying no for a long time. Would you say that uh, a good question to ask or a good thing to explore is, you know, what are the places in my life where I'm saying no? You know, perhaps that, that place of resistance is actually one of the places I need to go right now? Possibly. I would actually open it up to, like, asking the other half of your brain to chime in on these things that you may not see where the opportunity lies or you may not see the path forward and use the right hemisphere, which we're not really tapping into, not nearly as much as we could be. 
So I actually interviewed uh, Bill Donius in a recent episode of my podcast, uh, The Optimized Geek, and we walked through a process that he uses. You write with the left hand or your non-dominant hand, mm -hmm. but beforehand you get in this meditative state and you ask your right brain to chime in and help you solve the problem or help you prioritize your to-do list for the day or to help you come up with the big idea that you're trying to, to you know, come up with for your new product or new service or whatever and it works it's mm. amazing so just thinking outside the box in whatever way that best suits you if it's like well let's just do an improv approach and just don't say no to things you just say yes and and see where things lead or you use your right brain and connect to that and you start journaling with your left hand and you start brainstorming with it or whatever the process is just think differently start coming up with new approaches because all growth happens outside your comfort zone. If you're doing the same thing day in and day out, how are you going to grow? How are you going to see new opportunities right in front of you? Yeah, completely. And so just to reiterate on this one, because I think we might have hit on a little bit of a gold nugget here, and I don't want people to miss this. You're saying a great way to start using the other side of your brain is by writing with your non-dominant hand. Is that correct? Correct. But not just, you're not trying to be a, a, you're not trying to learn how to use your left hand or your mm -hmm. non-dominant hand to write in a very legible way. It's to connect with your right brain with that intention of having your right brain chime in with uh, its ideas, right? It's because our verbal centers are, are over on the left hemisphere. Mm -hmm. So when we're speaking and so forth, we're, we're using our left hemisphere and, and left brain people like myself who are very analytical and and logical and all that don't tend to use that more creative side as much uh, and and so you have to have some sort of process what better process to use than a, somebody who's an expert on the brain who uses this with huge companies like Kawasaki and Walt Disney and so forth and he just outlines the whole process in one of my episodes the, like from a few weeks ago Definitely, definitely a great listen. Yeah, I think that that's definitely, uh, you know, for everyone tuning in right now, that's that's a bit of gold on this episode because that's something that I haven't heard before. I mean, I, I understand that we have the two sides to our brain and each part is controlling certain things, but this is something that no one's recommended before. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'd love to just kind of wrap up things here. I know that we could go on about all sorts of personal development things for quite some time, but mm -hmm. if there's um, two things here. So you brought up a good point of if you have $50, you know, not even 50, 20 or 30, one of the best things you can do to get started is by investing in yourself with just getting a book. Uh, so I wanted to hear, do you have... I mean, I know you and I have probably both read tons and tons of books, but is there any one or two that if, let's say, you know, I drive to the bookstore today and I have 30 bucks to spend, uh, you know, are there any like one or two books that you would say I absolutely should get right now that will have the biggest impact on me, kind of like the 80-20 rule, the 20% the of books that'll do the 80% of uh, changing and transforming myself? Um, and then maybe just any sort of final words of wisdom uh, as far as, you know, one of the, the biggest transformational things that's worked for your life. Right. So I think the book Think and Grow Rich is the one book that everybody listening must read. All right. That's by Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. It was written 
what, almost a century ago, just many years ago, and it's just as applicable today as it was back then. Napoleon Hill studied all these uh, huge giants of industry back in the day, like um, Rockefeller and so forth, and and wrote this um, set of strategies that each one of these folks employ that they all have in common, whether it's um, it's Ford or Rockefeller or Carnegie or whoever, and apply those habits in your life and and things like being part of masterminds is one of the 13 principles and that will change your life for sure um, as far as like other parting wisdom mm-hmm. just think outside the box as far as like what is your um, what's your vision for what could, could be possible like for me living in New Zealand was just kind of a pie in the sky idea I'd never even been there and I decided you know what if I supposedly the internet thing allows you to do this from anywhere so Let's just go through the motions and see where it leads. So I applied for residency. I got in. And then I went and made a trip to just find a place to live and um, rent out a, uh, a, a house that was uh, already furnished and you know, pick a neighborhood that had nice schools and everything. And then next month we, we, moved, uh, we moved to our whole lives off to uh, New Zealand. And I thought, you know what? No risk, no reward. If I... Basically, if the business falls apart because of this move halfway around the world, I'm maintaining a U.S.-based business. I had clients like Birdseye, um, and yeah, they could leave because the founder is moving halfway around the world. I was going to take a chance yeah. because no risk, no reward. So be willing to live outside your comfort zone, take chances, um, but you know, uh, calculated risks. Don't be crazy or stupid, <laughs> and and just try to live outside your comfort zone because that's where all the growth happens. Very cool. Well, Stefan, this has been a great episode. I always say that good things happen when Stefan's and Zeffens get together, and uh, (laughs) this is definitely one of those times. It's been great to hear your story, and I know there's a lot more to it that I'm sure people at this point want to check out and explore. You've got uh, a great podcast episode that you referenced there. So I'd love to let everyone know, you know, where's the best place for them to uh, find that episode, find out more information about you and uh, to tune into what you're doing. Yeah. So that uh, episode is on optimizedgeek.com, which is one of my two podcast shows. My other one is Marketing Speak. So that one's at marketingspeak.com. You can subscribe via iTunes and all that, of course. And on stephanspencer.com, which is my main site, there are tons of articles. Um, there's some PDF checklists and things. There's stuff on online marketing and SEO and on self-development. I write a column for the Huffington Post that you can find on there. And there's lots of great material, uh, archived webinars and uh, uh, videos and so forth. So definitely stephanspencer.com. Go, go there for sure. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out of your schedule today to be here. And uh, we definitely appreciate you being here on the Your Purpose podcast and hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hey, everyone. It's Zeph. Did you like this episode? Be sure to subscribe so that you can tune in next week and tell a friend about the show. If you want access to free training and exclusive interviews on success, happiness, lifestyle design, and adventure, Visit me at yearofpurpose.com. Until next time, go out and let life surprise you so that you can live a life rescripted. scripted